What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, make sure to check out Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. That's where the magic's happening, and um, come hang out with us and say hello and say other things, and we'll uh, we'll say things back at you. Uh, it's usually, that... how, usually how conversation works. Oh, I was going to say they call that communication, but... I guess we could have a conversation. I'm not ready for that. I, that's that's yeah, a lot that of commitment. That's that is that is quite far. Yeah. Um. I I, I think we should just be friends. Actually. Um. I am Corey DLG, and with me as usual is little brother Nico. What's hey going guys. on, buddy? Hey guys. So uh, um yeah it's it's Monday afternoon. Uh, mm-hmm. we still live in the new GameStop millennium. Like this is the true millennium. This is what we've been waiting for. So, uh, I mean, a bunch of people. <laughs> this is weird. Um, so allegedly, a bunch of people got out, uh, like the short sellers, allegedly. Um, and then they started posting like ads and making statements saying that they got out. As a matter of fact, CNBC was running a like a promo commercial. Announcing that one of the companies had, in fact, gotten out of GameStop and taken their huge loss already. However, on the Wall Street Bets page in Reddit, uh, the day traders, the guys who do this all the time, were posting that they were still seeing something in the, the line of like 1.4 million open shorts still. Yeah. So they were like, okay, well, everybody keep holding the line, whatever, whatever, like. If they closed, they closed. If they didn't, they didn't. Who knows? Yeah, and I mean, like, it, you know, it's 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 a strong it's a strong position, anyways. But it's always it's all manipulation, anyways. They're like, well, we're not in it anymore, so you guys aren't hurting us anymore. As they bleed through their eyes. Yeah, it's an odd thing, right? Because I think the point of them announcing that they were out of it was they were hoping that these guys would sell off. And, and, and soften the price so that some of these guys could finally exit. Yeah, like uh, it's it's all it's all market manipulation. When you're a billion dollar company, it's not very hard to be like, "Here's a couple hundred bucks, run an ad of me saying I left." Well, and it's it's pretty clearly market manipulation. Like, there's no. I'm trying to find another way. Like, there's not another more reasonable explanation. Robinhood, um, by the way, when this all started, I tried to open a Robinhood account. It is still pending now, like, five days later. Yeah. No, it's it's supermarket manipulation. They are they gave restricting the tools, access to They gave the buy. tools to the everyman and then immediately regretted the decision because they didn't know how much it could hurt them. Right. And listen, let's say this first of all. Um, we are... We're terrible as a species and as a group, um, especially men in general. The idea that we couldn't just set your house on fire, I don't know why it didn't strike everyone as a possibility from day one. Yeah, like you're supposed to assume that you're you're supposed to assume that everyone's out to get you until they don't, right? Well, (laughs) yeah, probably a little bit. But just more, more apt, what I mean is like, when you give us the tool of fire, we're going to set stuff on fire. So if someone's like, we're going to give you the stock market, they, they've got to expect that we're going to play the game just like everyone else, except worse. Well, yeah. Well, what happened is that they thought we would be like monkeys in a cave, like lighting little things on fire, lighting our own stuff on fire. It Not turns out stuff. that it turns out when we all get together and we light their shit on fire, they're like, no, this wasn't supposed to happen. Right, and I think that that's sort of the bigger. It's all hubris. It's all sad. Again, well, my my favorite thing is this stupid. My I I absolutely love that tweet. I still can't stop thinking about it. It's the funniest thing on the planet. Which one? The the one where he's like, oh, I memorized the inside trader at nineteen. Oh yeah. Talks about his whole timeline of success just to lose to a guy in his mother's basement. Yeah, it's like you deserve that. You deserve every bit of that in your entire life. Well, you definitely deserve it if you're going to sit around and say that, like, somehow all those accomplishments mean that you can't lose. Like, like, listen, being great at your job is one thing. Sure, be great at your job. 
but even being amazing at your job doesn't mean that you're invulnerable to loss. Like, well, not only invulnerable to loss, but betting so hard against something that, like, putting yourself so far out that you'll take yourself out off of a gamble. Right, right. You went all in when you didn't have to. That's the thing. Nobody was like, oh, oh, if you don't bet all of it, you can't have any of it. Right, yeah. No one's like, hey, bro, if you only, you know, put out a couple mil in your billion-dollar hedge fund, again, like, what is, what is the classic example? Like, a bit, like a million seconds is, like, a week, and a billion seconds is, like, 17 years or something ridiculous. Jesus. Like, that's the that. difference between a million and a billion, so it's like, you didn't have to go all in. I think that's really how you start making the argument to people about, so, like, this is obviously a conversation starts in a lot of ways and a lot of like topics and policies economically, Wall Street wise, regulation wise, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's how you have to start kind of breaking down the difference. When people talk about like, uh, I read an article today that says Joe Biden might change the rules on estate tax. Um, right now, estate tax affects. I think it's I, I don't, under Bush. It was nobody. I think right now it's something like it affects. Uh, fewer than 1% of Americans because it's something like you have to when someone dies they have to be leaving something like 30 million dollars uh the estate has to be valued at more than like 30 or 35 million dollars for the estate tax to even kick in mm-hmm. now they want to change how some things are valued and then they want to lower that number significantly but either way it doesn't change the fact that like it's not going to affect that many people because not <clears throat> I know the American dream is that all of us could one day wake up millionaires. Right. But we're not going to. Well, yeah. I mean, what, like, the majority of people fail. Right. So I think that's something that we have to start really actually talking about is like, this isn't. Sometimes when we talk about some of these policies, like, when you watch some of the conversations about the quote unquote death tax, you know, people get angry. People are crazed about it. But the reality is, it's never going to affect them. <laughs> They're having yeah. an argument about something that will never touch. It's like they were arguing about the sun. Yeah. Um, and well, so... I mean, there's so, there's so few people with that, that amount of wealth anyways. And I think that's the point we need to start making is that as these conversations grow... Access to opportunity doesn't mean access to results. And so all anybody wants is equal opportunity to have the same chance, right? Like what makes this story so interesting is that Robinhood is blatantly manipulating the markets to protect a massive fund. Right. Yeah. And one from its own stupidity. Yeah. One, one, and then they have ties to, which makes it even more scummy. Well, yeah, I mean, if they didn't have ties to it, I think the likelihood of them protecting it would be much smaller. Um, no, yeah, but, like, it, it just shows how buddy-buddy the whole thing is. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it also just shows how... Spineless. Yeah, spineless, but, like, the reality that you're never, ever actually really gonna get ahead. Yeah, the amount of people, like, and, and this, I think, is the really, like, really key part that I feel like a lot of people, like, everyone is aggressive and, like, hates capitalism but what they truly hate is corporatism and that's what this is like blatantly yeah like i don't like well no i don't like capitalism either because i, honestly... I like i like i'm a, i'm a hard i'm a capitalist in the fence that like if i make something and it's better and you want to pay me for it that's fine but it's it's different when it's like these multi-billion dollar organizations like yeah, manipulate every necessarily... aspect it's it doesn't not, become necessarily the thing that's better that gets supported. It just becomes the thing that's more supported is what wins. Exactly. Right. Right. No, and I do agree with that part. I, I you're you're right about that. I'm I like I'm like fundamental. Like I'm not like I don't defend this. Whatever we have is not what it was supposed to be. Yeah, the system we have now where we keep bailing out the same people over and over and over again for different, similar, same mistakes is mind blowing to me. By the way, I got a restaurant that I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the name of. That we could just we could just write it off into oblivion. All right, fair enough. Okay, you ready? No. Smash burger. What about it? 
Terrible. I had it. I had it this evening for dinner. Awful. <laughs> Just awful. Just the worst. What did you ever. What did you expect from the same guys that use the same font and uh, <laughs> and visual style of GameStop? I honestly, they're always like right next to a GameStop over here too. Like they're never that far apart. Um, yeah. It's the same thing. They have the burger in red, the smash in white. They have literally the same font. It was it was the most just subpar meal. There was nothing to it. It was very sad. Also, they serve mayo on their burgers. Uh, I'm not against mayo on burgers. Well, you're French. Uh, that's not true. You uh, are French. I'm not French. I hate you're the French. disgusting French gypsy. I don't even know what you're doing here. Not French, but okay. <laughs> you could have gone to like any other country that's around there. Nope, French. You're French. Dang. Like mayo on a burger? You're French. Yeah, it was just bland. It was so bland. And it was just kind of – and it hit me. I forgot uh, when I was ordering, they were like, would you like to smash your fries? What does that mean? They add rosemary, olive oil, and some other – they add flavor your fries for an extra two dollars curses so if you don't pay the two dollars no flavor on the fries well it's like it's like uh what's the other what's the what's the what's the what's the popular california one the one that in and out in and out yeah in and out's complete garbage well so the, the the thing about in and out that i've learned is that yes if you order straight off the menu it's a very simple also, it isn't like $3 or whatever. Like It's this weird, super cheap 1950s throwback, and it's not particularly great. Not what great. you're supposed to do is you're supposed to order from the secret menu. The In-N-Out subculture is who says that they have the best burgers. And it's because they have created this whole secret menu where you monster size or something, or you or you you flip it and quit. I don't know. There's words you use. You can, you can go... Right away, because that's complete garbage. If I see a thing and I order it, and it's literally you have four options and they all suck, uh, yeah, you can get bent. It's like the worst burger place ever. <laughs> in and out's complete garbage. Yeah, no, I'm 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 with you in the concept that like the people I don't who have advocate to, like, for it they don't advocate like, for for in and out the usual experience. They they advocate for in and out the secret experience. Whatever. Their fries are garbage. Animal-style fries are trash. Their burgers are small and flavorless. Just go to Whataburger. It's just infinitely better. Whataburger was better, but also the place with the tiny burgers was better, too. I always felt uh, White Castle? Uh, that one and the other one. Uh, they both were better. What, what other place has tiny burgers? There were two brands. White Castle and... Uh... The only one I know was White Castle. Um... Because I can't think of anyone else that has tiny burgers, at least that I've been to. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's whole. There's it's like a it's a red and yellow brand. Red and yellow. Yeah, it's gonna come to me probably right after we get off the air. Yep. Um, just have to edit that in. I'll go. You know what I'll do? I'll Google it during the break, and then we'll. I'll Who sells sliders? Is it AW? But I don't think so. No, I've never been at AW. AW even Carl's okay. even Carl's Jr. has better burgers than yeah Carl's like, Jr. They have they have legit burgers. Rest in peace to one Carl's Jr. that was anywhere near me. I know, man. There was one on nineteen sixty, and it's gone too. Are you looking it up right now? No. Okay. Um. Ah, oh man. I, I wish I could... they they did a whole menu of tiny stuff, including chicken sandwiches and little hot dogs. Yeah, not coming to me at all. You've only confused me further. There was one on 1960 down here by me. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It does. It doesn't. Like I said, it'll come back to me later. Um, Mystery place. But yeah, there were two different. There was White Castle was like the Northeast regional brand. And then this was like the Southern regional brand. Really? I've, oh, really? Because the only White Castle I've been to is in Georgia. So... The one I'm thinking of, the red and yellow branded one, there's one on Bourbon Street, too. Oh, that's funny. Um, oh man, I can't think of the name of it now. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. And, uh, like, all of those are better than, than the In-N-Out burgers to me. Yeah. So, basically, just don't go to Smash Burger, don't go to In-N-Out. These are garbage restaurants. So, like, if, if you want... Just... 
If, we're if you want to spend an arm and a leg, you can go to Five Guys. Whilst it is expensive, it is very tasty. I, I love Five Guys, but it is expensive. It's student loan pricey. Yeah. You're like, I want a burger and some fries. And they're like, that'll be two arms, please. You're like, ah, just fresh out of arms. You got you to gotta take legs. And they're like, I don't Ooh. know. We got a lot of legs in the back right now. We're kind of, we're heavy on legs. We're reaching leg capacity. But you know what? For, like, for you, I'll let it slide. <laughs> Your legs are a little bit smaller than the usual ones. We can we can get them in the we can get them in the locker. Just sitting there enjoying your sad burger. The it cost was, of all your limbs. It wasn't good. Uh, I watched. Um, I'm enjoying the future of streaming, where we release movies on streaming apps the same day we release them in theaters. I miss the theater. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've been. I haven't been since the the, the world ended. And even then, I think it, I didn't even go before that either. <laughs> I went to see two movies in theater. I saw Tenant in the theaters, and I saw there was something else that was coming out right around Tenant. Uh, I genuinely think the last movie I saw was like the Bumblebee movie. What? How is that even possible? I haven't. I haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> oh, the last movie you've seen at all? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying, like, in the theaters, and I was like... No, what? yeah, in the theaters. Why would you... Did you watch a re-airing of the Bumblebee movie? What are you talking about? Oh, maybe it was Spider-Man. Yeah, it was definitely Spider-Man. Yeah, because Spider-Man came out, like... Yeah, 19... Yeah. 2019... When did this come out? June? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's gonna be it. No, July. July 2nd. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I ended up seeing that like around my birthday. I think you were there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we went. We went and saw it. I know that. I think that was the last movie I saw in theaters. That, doesn't, that wouldn't surprise me. Because like, I don't think anything came out between then and like March that I cared about. And then they ceased to exist since then. So I know, right? Here we are. January of next year. <laughs> um. Okay, so I watched The Little February Things. February of next year, good God. Yeah. The Little Things debuted. It oh, is a... awesome. I That looks so cool. What does? The Little Things. The trailers look amazing. Yeah, so it's Denzel Washington, uh, Remy Malek, uh, Jared Leto, it's an interesting movie. It takes you on a kind of a weird journey. Um, I don't. Uh, Where is that on? Is that on HBO or something? So HBO Max. Yeah. Is it's, it free or do you have to pay for it? No, it was well. I mean, I pay for HBO Max, but it this was free. It was free on HBO Max. They didn't do the the scummy Disney thing and charge you thirty dollars for it. No, and you know what? Though I don't blame Disney. I think Disney was the first one to put their big blockbuster movie on the app and they were trying to figure out what it looks like. Too bad it was terrible. Yeah, Mulan probably wasn't the right movie. Um, but Mulan hasn't been the right movie for anything. They they have kind of... That movie was not one, not written well. Two, had bad release. And three, ugh, on the human rights issues. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's just a train wreck. Like, they let him have the premiere, and then the second everyone went inside to watch the movie, Disney released a statement saying Mulan's not coming out. Awesome. So there's been a couple different times where, like, the movie's just been handled super poorly. And, uh, I mean, it's not surprising. It's anyway, so bad. Like, it's not even like it's a good movie. It'd be different if it was, like, all this strife and it was good. Well, but, I mean, it would be hard to separate. I guess. So the little things it, it 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 leaves you with a weird feeling in your stomach. It's a weird it's a weird movie. It's a really weird movie. I have an idea of how it's gonna go. No, you don't. Mm. Probably I'm not. I'm gonna give you one hint. Aliens. Ah, dang. No, there's no aliens. Oh, uh, I was like, it's my it's the favorite it's my favorite cliche from one of my favorite anime studios. Everything's just aliens at the end. It's no matter where you thought, it was aliens. The whole time, it was aliens. 
it'd be really funny if this movie was aliens. Like, like they get to the end or whatever, and they've got somebody trapped somewhere, and they're about and to be like, "Step into the light," and then like he takes off his skin, and you're like, "Uh, what? What? <laughs> you mean like the ending of Umbrella Academy?" <laughs> What? <laughs> oh man! But no, it's um, it's complicated. It's a complicated movie, man. It's all about the little things. Bong title music. Well, like Denzel Washington says, it's the little things, like seven times in this movie. Yeah. How funny would it be if they just had a bit where, like, every time he said it, like, ending music. Credits roll and then, like, it comes back to the movie, <laughs> <laughs> or they just they just blare some like who music, like it's a, a CSI episode, yeah. And he puts on like, sunglasses, but like, it's all about else... the little things, and then it like cuts away to someone putting sunglasses, like, it doesn't even have to be him, <laughs> like, it's like a side character or like just someone in the background, yeah. <laughs> and, like, the camera's like racing to find them while the music's playing. That'd be that'd be funny. Um, yeah, it's a weird movie, man. But anyway, it's they're trying to solve a series of murders that seem to be connected, and it's just uh, it's complicated. It's a complicated movie, but it's really interesting that it's on HBO Max. It, it's uh, I don't know. I, I, First of all, HBO Max charges more than everyone else. This is by far the most expensive of the apps that I have. I think it's How like much is it? I think it's, it's like fifteen dollars. Well, Netflix is that much now. True, but Netflix should be this much, right? Like, if I told you they're the most expensive streaming app, you should think Netflix, right? Yeah. Well, well actually, if you want to, if you want to be real specific, actually, technically, the most expensive is Hulu. Because if you want it without ads, it's like a million dollars. Hulu Live got even more expensive. So my sister, what they do at their house, or what they did, they were doing the Hulu Live with sports, which I think was like 45 a month for like mm-hmm. the first year or two. And then it jumped up apparently to almost $70, they said. Oh my gosh. So they were like, we're going to be exploring other options this year. So they may wind up going back to cable which is the, the phrase no one would have said in the 21st century. Right. But the reason they are is because the the streaming war has now pushed people back to cable television because some of the pricing is getting so out of hand. Well, I mean, yeah. If you have, you know, like I think you got to really consolidate and choose what you want. Like the only ones I have are like Netflix and then Crunchyroll for anime and that's it. <laughs> But that's still like twenty five dollars. Yeah, there's no discounts. I mean, that's the thing is like you're still going to spend money to watch what you want to watch, right? And I still need internet on top of that, right? Yeah. So like, that's if there's true. a way I could like consolidate down. <laughs> that would make my life so much easier. So this week, uh, the Wandavision episode came out. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Uh, I was sort of I, when it ended. I, my first impulse was that was way short, and I was kind of like a that's it. But then I went back and I looked, and it's the same length of time as all the other episodes. There's just so much that happens in this one, and it basically tells the story of what's going on outside of whatever this is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the story starts with a, a character coming back. From the bloop. Oh, okay. So we have a timeline. So now we have a, now we know where we are in in the history of the universe. Oh, which, that's crazy. Which is why the Scarlet Witch isn't in. Wait. No. Which is why she isn't helping in Avengers Endgame. Ah. Right. His but, end game is after, wait, what? But she's about to show up for the fight, isn't she? No, she's she doesn't she fight Thanos? No, she fights Thanos in uh Infinity Endgame. War. 
in game. No. Yes. Does she? Yeah. Remember, she's she. Uh, he's like, I don't even know who. You, she's like, you just you took everything from me, and he's like, I don't even know who you are. Oh. And she starts crushing him to death, and that's when Thanos orders the rain fire down. Is that Endgame? My memory that bad? Apparently. Yeah, that's Endgame, when all the Avengers fight Thanos. Infinity War is when Thanos wins. Endgame is when they all fight. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Because I thought she fought Thanos at the, uh, when he invaded Wakanda. That's an Infinity War. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. That's why I thought. Yeah, it was he, Infinity he, War. He spanks her. Remember? Yeah. She she kills Vision. He reverses time. He rips the gym off of Vision's head, and then he and he slaps her. Read about. But she's not in. I don't. I don't remember. My she, brain's just not functioning right now. She's not in the heist at all in in-game. In no, she's not in that part. Okay. So, now we know where she is. Except, now that I've said that... The heist doesn't matter, because the heist is what reverts the boop. No, the heist is what causes the boop. Oh, okay. But... Wait, what? Yeah. The heist is what causes the boop. The boop is the people returning after five years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's after the boop is after the heist. Yes. So heist, Hulk snaps, snaps his fingers. Everyone's back. The heist team is getting their butt kicked by Thanos, and then all of the Avengers show up, including right. Scarlet Witch. Okay. Except. Um, Wanda is in the middle of this WandaVision thing? Like, now the timeline's not adding up. Now that we're sitting here talking about it. No, I definitely think that the, the, you took everything from me. That's definitely Infinity War. No, That's not, not. Endgame. It has to be. No. Wanda has... doesn't... When Wanda and Thanos face in, in, in Infinity War... They're in Wakanda. Yes. And then he's in, not in Wakanda. Thanos doesn't come to Earth until he, he comes straight to the Avengers Tower, which isn't in Wakanda. And then when all the heroes step through the glowing rings, when the Falcon and the Black Panther and Shuri and everybody shows back up, Wanda's with them. Without vision. Right, because he's super dead. Yeah, I guess. Not not really? Could they remake Vision? I don't know. We talked about this. We don't actually know how that works. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. I think they're kind of I think they're gonna kind of explain that here. But well, okay. So this episode starts with a character coming back from the boot. She's sitting in her she's sitting in the in the in a hospital room in a chair next to a bed, and she literally reforms right there. And uh, she's freaking out, and the whole hospital is going crazy because people are just appearing out of nowhere. People are appearing in beds. People are appearing out of nowhere. People are appearing in the hallway. Like it's oh, insane. so she reappears immediately. Okay, yeah. The okay, so then start... yeah, it has to be Infinity War because she wouldn't have been ready. <laughs> well, what what I was gonna say was this screws up the timeline for Infinity War because. Pretty quickly after she gets booped, she returns to work at Sword, this character, which is like the new shield, kind of. And, uh, Space Shield. Space Shield. And her first assignment is this WandaVision stuff that's happening. And I was like, that mm-hmm. screws the whole timeline up. But I'm guessing what happens is Wanda goes straight from Infinity War trying to figure out like what's going on with Vision how come he didn't come back when everyone else came back right oh I thought she kind of I thought she's just kind of losing it because he's super dead 
because it's not like he got poofed. He got straight up murked. Well, but but everyone else but Vision and Black Widow come back. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. Because a version of Gamora makes it back. Yeah. So oh, true. That's not even real Gamora, though. It's like fake alternate Gamora. It's past Gamora. Past oh. other dimension Gamora. <laughs> Splitter timeline Gamora. Yeah, technically, I guess that means they have to put her back in the past. Like, does she go back or does she stay here? Like, that timeline's like, that Thanos is dead in that timeline. All his forces are also gone. I don't know. She just kind of wandered off. Is it? Is this gonna? Are we just gonna? Is, is Guardians of the Galaxy three just gonna be like? Oh, what's that movie where he has to keep making him fall in love with him? Fifty first dates. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it's Gamora. Totally watch that on a first date with a girl. Smoothest move ever. Yeah, I'm a smooth dude. Every once in a while, I got a little game. Um, not a lot of Adam Sandler date movies in the universe. <laughs> It's like, yeah, we watched Happy Gilmore. <laughs> That's when I knew she was the one. It's like, there's nothing like sweet about that movie at all, bro. <laughs> we watched Waterboy. She loved the tackling. What? Um, but yeah, I don't like the timeline's a little fuzzy here. So I'm, I, I'm guessing she must leave in in Infinity War and like be in search of like, well, how come Vision's not back? And then that eventually leads to this WandaVision situation. Yeah, more explanation in Wanda's crazy powers. Because honestly, they don't make any sense. No, they really don't. Also, I, don't, Kat I feel like Denning, they don't even make sense in the comic books either. Yeah, they really don't. Kat Dennings returns, and she kind of, uh, she reprises her role. Uh, she was the one, she was the intern in the Thor series. Oh, yeah. Now she's got her degree in astrophysics. Oh, that's funny. So her and Jimmy Woo are trying to solve this. The glow-up is real. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. It's kind of interesting. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know where we're at with that show. Like, I'm enjoying it, and I like the mystery of it. But the more I think about the timeline, the more I need I need them to kind of... I... I want them to get it right. I need answers. The well, answers I think, need to make sense. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I kind of want Wanda's power to be a little bit more explained because she's kind of done nothing like that impressive in the Marvel Universe. She moves like whole Mauler tanks in Infinity War. Yeah, like, she's basically got red psychic powers, but, like, nothing like this crazy is my point. She made the Avengers fight each other. Kind of. Not kind of. In Age of Ultron, she made the Hulk fight the Avengers. I know, but I'm saying, like, but that doesn't explain how she can, like, create a reality. That's not this. That's still psychic powers. That's stuff like Emma Frost can do. Maybe this is just an illusion. No, I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I don't, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. Unclear. Yeah. Um. All right, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. I'm looking up where this thing is. This is fine. <laughs> the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is a wonderful store located right there on 1488 in Conroe that sells comic books, gaming cards, gaming accessories, board games, as well as all kinds of fun nerd-assorted accessories. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, just reminding you that if you're interested, and if you're bored, if you got some free time, if you wanted to go hang out at an interesting or fun place, The Adventure Begins should be an option you consider. Everything from D&D Adventures League to miniature painting, uh, to even competitive card play, and even competitive gaming events. All those things occur at The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Facebook page for more information. With two locations, one on Walden Road and one in Oak Ridge, inside of Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, Rini's Pizza has handcrafted pizza 
and where all the sauces are made fresh, and they even include a gluten-free option for those who want it. Interested parties should absolutely check out the Marini's Pizza Facebook page. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. <clears throat> As always, before we get into anything here, let me go ahead and have Nico uh, tell you guys about our friends, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more is open and at full operating hours. You're going to need a mask if you want to come inside, and they do have table space available. Uh, if you want to be a little bit more safe, they do have delivery and curbside options still available. And they have some events running back up Monday, February 1st. That's tonight. 4 to 8 p.m. is Miniature Mondays. Come in, hang out, paint, construct, show off your minis. Uh, you can ask associate, uh, the in-store associates for paints and supplies. So it's a really cool way if you just started or if you want to get some tips, you can ask some some real some real nerds about painting. And you don't even have to commit to buying anything if you want to use the in-store ones just to try or practice. So it's a real cool thing. Also on Monday, uh, February 1st at 7.30, the virtual, uh, the adventure begins. Virtual trivia. The virtual begins. Here we go, boys. Come on. The virtual begins. Uh, so you can find them at twitch.tv slash the R&R, the R&R nerd at 7.30. This is going to be every Monday uh, at 7.30. Tuesday, February 2nd, is the Dragon Ball Super uh, collectible card game championship so bring your deck ready to play uh ten dollar tournament all players uh all level players are gonna be here uh i played this game it's pretty fun it's a good time which Friday, game is this one that's the dragon ball super Ooh, that's exciting yeah i don't like dragon ball super the anime but i play the heck out of the card game you just said like 90 fake words to me yep you know at least one game <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else is going on? Uh, we got Friday, February 5th is uh, at 7 p.m. is the Star Wars X-Wing Casual Meetup. So uh, casual play for all levels. Learn 2.0 basics and try out lists to explore. Friday, February 6th is the Pokemon Casual Meetup. And at uh, that's at 2 p.m. And at 4 p.m. is the Pokemon Online Tournament. Uh, so you can join the online team. You can find details on their Facebook page. Uh, signups are through their discord channel. So you're going to have to get some more details there. And then Saturday, February 6th at 6 PM is hammer time. Warhammer and tabletop Warhammer meetups are back. Things are still going. They still got events. We're having fun here. The adventure begins. Comics, games, and more. They got fantastic staff, wonderful location. Always clean, family friendly. Come on down, have a good time with us. Yeah, absolutely. They've got my books on uh, on hold there. I get ten percent off by having them reserve my books, and you can too. Um, you really should. If you read comic books, there's no reason not to be reading them from the Adventure Begins comics, games, and more. Yeah. Uh, we do have. It's a new month, and that means we've added some new friends to the team here. So I do want to keep on doing this. Uh, I do want to talk to you guys about. Uh, New sponsors for the show, Marini's Pizza. Um, located in two different locations. There's one in Walden, and there's one right there at uh, Robinson Road inside the Space Cadets co- Collection Collection. Um, Marini's Pizza is excellent. Uh, I help out there a little bit on the weekends just to keep the uh, deliveries going and all that. It's an awesome place. You can have pickup or delivery. They have New York-style pizza there. Uh, and specifically what that means is they even sell it by the slice. It's that thinner crust. It's not a thin crust, but they do have a thin crust option. But it's not your chain-style, thick, doughy kind of pizzas. Um, they're delicious. Uh, people oh, who go fantastic. <laughs> it's kind of addicting. People who go come back. And the specialty pizzas are really good. Uh, the different types, like the meats ones and the Supremes and all that. Um, we're going to be linking some cool pictures and things like that as we get going with them. We're going to, we just are launching this, this month right here. Today is the first official day of our new partnership with them and also with chicken cone truck. 
Um, I'm trying to get the locations pulled up right now for Chicken Cone, so I might come back and tell you guys at the end of the show where they're going to be this weekend. But it's exciting stuff right here. The Chicken Cone truck is basically a chicken and a waffle cone. So like the whole meal. So like it's, it's almost like a chicken and waffles, but like more portable. Yeah, and so it's it's really great because the whole meal is honestly, you don't have to use any plates or napkins or utensils. Like you can just do this one as you're walking around. Oh, that's perfect. That's the perfect street food. It is the it is it is the ultimate street food for sure. And because of that, it's the best food truck thing you can have. Um, pull up locations right now. We're going to make sure to have lots of pictures and fun stuff going on with these guys, too. Like I said, we just launched with them um, today, right now, 10 minutes today, ago. Today is our first one. <laughs> today is our first ad with them. Um, chicken Kong. I also love their logo. It's orange. It looks kind of like a ghost, but a chicken. Nice. Yeah, I don't. You can't go wrong with that, man. All right, I'm going to uh... – yeah, we're going to come back, and I'm going <laughs> to tell you – I'm going to come back to this before the end of the show and tell you the location that they're going to be at uh, this weekend here. But before we run out of time just talking about delicious food, um, you got anything you want to add to the show today, buddy? Uh, so I drove to Missouri with Victoria. Oh, that's a rough drive. I did that as a favor to somebody one time. That's terrible. Truly awful. Uh, and then I flew back this uh, just today, or I guess yesterday, just to time travel. Listen to you, Jetson. Uh, yeah, man, it's weird. The airports are weird. <laughs> Why are the airports weird? Well, because like, it's like they're like half open. Okay, I don't argue that. Uh, so St. Louis Airport is tiny, um, and it's legitimately like it was like a ghost town, and there was like six people there, like at a United counter. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying the Sunday flight from Missouri to Houston was empty? Not even like the flight was full, but it was because it was on a tiny plane. Oh, how many people were on your plane? I don't know. 24 times to 3? What is that? 70 something-ish. 72? 72 minus like 3, so like 69 people-ish. So he's not like empty. (laughs) That's weird. It's it's kind of a weird, right? It's definitely weird. But it was weird walking through the airport because it's literally like all the shores are closed, all the restaurants are closed. And then you get to Houston, everything's open. <laughs> oh. Like the only difference is like a couple places are like closed and everyone's wearing a mask. <laughs> Whoa. That sneeze came out of nowhere. Of course, we're, like, wide open, though. Well, like, I feel like we just don't care enough. I think that's, a, yeah. We're just like, eh, meh. <laughs> it happens, it happens. Meh. <laughs> it's pretty much been the general feeling about this whole thing. Especially yeah. if it's been going on for so long. Like, at this point, we... Like, as soon as the first lockdown order ended, Texans here were like, hey, we're done with that. We're done with this. (laughs) It really kind of is at this point. Like, Texas is sort of just... uh, I I don't know a nice way to say it. Like, I'm really struggling. I was talking to a friend of mine in, in... The lack of the flu apparently has triggered something in their mind that this is all still fake. It's the flu, too. He's like, if the masks are working and getting rid of the flu, how come they're not working and getting rid of the virus? And I was like, what? People aren't getting the flu because there's not that many people. <laughs> right. 
there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. And then, like, even in the article, there were experts who were like, well, we've really found that children are the main spreading vector of the flu. Yeah, because it affects children. Because children get the flu. Well, but they also bring it into the households. Like, they're the... They're the primary spreader of the flu. So, right. like, how does it spread so quickly? Well, one person gets it, and their kid takes it to a school of 800 students. Right. And, then, and then they all get it. Like, you, you, you've been – if you've been in schools long enough, you've seen the day where, like, 10 people were out. Yeah. And you're like, what happened? And they're like, well, we got the flu. And you're like, are they dead? And they're like, maybe. <laughs> maybe, but it started with the flu. <laughs> And it just kind of spirals from there. Um, and I was like, but right now schools are limited. Uh, everyone's distancing, masks. Most people are doing it through video. Everyone's washing their hands. Like, Yeah, the likelihood you're going to get the flu is way down. It's like a side effect. It just sort of bothers me because then people were posting things. I was like, yeah, masks work. That's why this isn't a problem. And yeah. he was like, um, but if masks work, then why isn't it? Like, why doesn't it work? And I'm, I'm like, well, that's not. Yeah, masks are, masks are helpful, not literally God, God sent. Right, like, they don't end it. Like, <laughs> they don't cure the disease if you already right. have it. It's a little late for that one. You still have to, you still have to actually do stuff. But it was, it was it was it's such a weird conversation that I think that if we do what they say, how come it's not how come it's not working? It's like because we're not doing what they say. First of all, well, it's like it's like, and even if it's like it's like only some people are doing what they say, not everyone. That's what I said. So specifically, what I said when we were talking about it, I told him, I said, "Listen, man, masks work, but like only half of the people are wearing masks. And if they are, they are they wearing them correctly? Are they wearing the right kind of mask?" Well, but, but but that's all it takes. Like, if only half of us are going to wear it, then the the COVID is still going to spread. Like, yeah, it is what it is. What it is. And like, masks masks aren't going to help you if you're near like a, a small confined space. Like, even with the mask, it's not entirely effective. Right. It's not foolproof. Like, it, there's all kinds of problems with it. It helps definitely, but is it like foolproof? One hundred percent, never going to happen to you? No. Right. And that's the problem I think that people are having. Also, it just takes it takes discipline and people don't yeah, want we, we to. Don't, yeah, don't they don't want to be disciplined. I don't want to do that. That's dumb. <sighs> well, there was nothing more satisfying than after wearing a mask since like 6 a.m. getting outside of the airport and finally taking it off. Oof, that was a breath of fresh air, literally. <laughs> it, it's funny sometimes how, like, just ripping the mask off feels really great. Ah, oh, you're like, ah, oh, finally. Freedom. Freedom! Freedom! Definitely one of my favorite videos on the internet. And they're like, oh, why don't you sing with a Scottish accent? And he, like, starts playing Wonderwall and it just starts going, Freedom! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty stupid. It's pretty great. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, here's Wonderwall. Ding, ding. And here's Wonderwall. Um, all right. So with all that being said, I guess we'll go ahead and take this opportunity. Thank everybody for listening today. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. Everybody gear up and get ready for a great week. We're going to kick off the week right. We're going to kick off 2021 right. It's February 1st of a brand new year. So let's new get month. out there. Let's, let's do some <laughs> new month, new me. <laughs> let's do some new month, new me here. Nico, what's your what's your February resolution? Uh, do my homework. That's it. All right, that's a good one because you uh, you don't necessarily do that all the time. Oh, yeah. Hmm. 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 Um. So hopefully you'll hold yourself to that. I'm excited for you. Thanks. <laughs> all that being said, on behalf of little brother Nico and myself, the adventure begins. Comics, games, and more. Marini's Pizza and the Chicken Cone Truck. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Everybody be safe, wash your hands, let's fight this virus, let's get rid of it, let's get rid of it and the flu. Let's all get our vaccines. They're trying to do 100 million in 100 days. Uh, I'm excited about that. I hopefully, I, I I need to look into how we get them, because I don't know yet. Yeah, there's like, there's like special things. 
you're probably in like the last bracket, so it'll probably won't be a while before you get the opportunity to. I gotta be honest, I'm fat. I'm hoping that helps. Yeah. I'm pretty fat. Maybe that gets me a little bump up on the list, you know? Um, <laughs> all that being said, thank you guys for listening. Uh, fight the power. Black Lives Matter. You guys be safe. I will see. We will see you guys again on Thursday at 2 p.m. Thanks for hanging out. Nerd Thug Radio. We are out. Hey, Conroe. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. Just wanted to tell you guys about our sponsor, Chicken Cone Food Truck. Rolling around different areas in the Conroe and the Woodlands, Chicken Cone Food Truck is delicious chicken in a freshly made hand-rolled waffle cone. With various sauces, this fork-free experience is something anyone interested in good food should definitely check out. The Chicken Cone Truck is, is parking at various events near you every weekend. For more information... Interested parties should check out Nerd Thug Radio's Facebook page for various locations and listings every weekend for the Chicken Cone Cart. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses, local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open. They require the support of their community. So takeout uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest-growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much, and stay safe, and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well, and I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.